what's going on, man? Back at it, the Black Cool Podcast. I'm your honor, gracious, humble host. Man, we back at it. Um, So today, I'm going to be discussing these black folks that are being used by the white folks to be their attack dogs. So, if you don't know, Fanny Williams, Fanny, whatever her name is, what's her name? Fanny Willis, I said I had it right the first time. Fanny Willis, um, is uh, being questioned by her peers about a mis a misappreciation of funds, misappropriation of funds. I think I said it wrong. So. It says the the recusal is the right, of course, for the Fulton County District Attorney, even if the judge rules her in her favor. After a two-day hearing in Fulton County, Georgia, we are where we were before. The defendants charged by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis with conspiring to overturn the 2020 election, attempted to make a case for her disqualification under Georgia law. In my view, they failed. The standard for disqualification has not been met, and the judge should not disqualify Lou Willis. But that's not the end of it. Willis is a public servant obligated to discharge the duties of her office in accordance with the best interests of the people of Georgia. So, basically, because the article is behind the paywall, basically, what she did was she took funds... Um, she took funds and she was tricking her funds off so once the people found out once Trump's lawyers found out what happened and what she was doing they put her on front street um and it was just a hot mess, man. Her bro, her her dad came up there, and he was doing this, this. <sighs> he was doing this buck dancing. Um, doing this buck dancing. Oh well, I don't mean to be racist, but. If you're black, you gotta keep cash. And I told her always keep the cash because the skin, the, the color of your skin, and all this other stuff. It was just like a bunch of Negro babble. But then our brother Jason Black pointed something out. He said, as a lawyer, you're supposed to have a safe in your house just in case a client gives you something. You know, you're supposed to have a safe in your house to put that in safekeeping. It could be cash. It could be an important document or whatever the case may be. But he said that is the truth. But all in all, what it looks like is this is not a witch hunt. You cannot put somebody um, you cannot put somebody that you're sleeping with and have them running the trial that you're trying to convict Donald Trump with. 
You cannot do that. That is a conflict of interest. She needs to recruit herself. And she had him as a special prosecutor, this guy that she was running around tricking on. They taking vacations. He knocking her off or whatever. He got a whole woman. He had a wife. And then the wife came out. You know, it's just a, a whole cluster bang of everything. It's just a cluster fuck of things. Um, but my problem with this is I told people two years ago, do not put Fannie Willis in office. You know, not saying that I know everything, but... Fannie Willis did not convict those officers that killed that brother Rashad Jennings. Um, let me see. Um, let me see. I'll read it to you right now. Fulton DA won't prosecute Atlanta police officer in fatal 2017 shooting. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis has decided not to prosecute a veteran Atlanta police officer for the 2017 shooting death of DeAndre Phillips. Officer Yasin Abdul-Alahu, sorry, Yasin Abdullah had out of uniform confronted Phillips 24 in the parking lot of Atlanta Police Department annex on Donald Lee Howell Parkway where he said he smelled marijuana. You, once you take that uniform off, you are no longer on the clock. You cannot stop people. You can't, you can't do anything. So Phillips sitting alone in a friend's vehicle at the time got behind the wheel and tried to drive away. Security camera showed Abdullah had had gotten inside the vehicle as Phyllis pulled out of the annex parking lot. He was not, as he claimed, hanging halfway out the car as Phillips continued dropping. Willis, in an interview with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, said the fact that Abdullah had was inside the car weakened any potential criminal case against the officer. He was kidnapped is what happened, she said. Phillips was in control of the vehicle, and as it left the parking lot, Willis said... He was also moving towards a gun on the flat, on the floorboard of the passenger seat where Abdullah Head was sitting. Willis says she's, she said an expert who studied the blood splatter pattern in the vehicle confirmed as much. Phillips was shot in the head, once in the head. Willis said it was impossible to determine whether Phillips grabbed a gun, even if it was just an attempt, she said. Abdullah Head acted within his rights when he responded with deadly force. So... She planned not to charge them, and that's what they got her in there for. Um, so you figure that was four years later. Um, let's see. Um, You know, and, and what, what happens is in Atlanta, it's not so much about politics it's about your paper. So Paul Howard, which is the White Howard's uncle. Got. Let 
ousted as the DA. They was trying to put him in for a second term. He was going to put charges on them. But what I started to notice was the police union started to come out and endorse her. I said, oh, yeah, they lining her freaking pockets because there's no way that you don't charge them with killing that guy. They said it was no way to, to determine if he grabbed the gun, but he still was within his right to shoot the man in the head. They said he was hanging out the car. They determined that the guy wasn't hanging out the car. Um, Rayshard Brooks, the Atlanta police officers won't face any charges in Rayshard Brooks shooting. Again, they don't name her, but I'm pretty sure that she was somehow, some way involved in that situation a special especially appointed prosecutor announced on tuesday that he would not pursue charges against the two white atlanta police officers who clashed with rayshard brooks during a 2020 encounter that ended with the 27 year old black man's fatal shooting pete scandidakalis executive director of prosecuting attorney's council of georgia said he believes officer garrett wolf who shot and killed Brooks in June 2020, acted appropriately. He also said that the second officer involved in the encounter, Officer David Bronson, Devin Bronson, would not be charged. Given the quickly changing circumstances, was it objectively reasonable he used deadly force? And we concluded we concluded it was. Scandadalakis said. Scandadalakis was appointed last year to take over the case after the judge allowed Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis to recuse herself in her in her office. So why would you recuse yourself and put it in the hands of somebody else? And then you decided not to put charges on the other officers? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. She recruits herself from that. So, the, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, these are all Democrats. I'm telling you, these are all Democrats. So, I'm trying to explain to you that these Democrats, these Republicans, they don't give a damn about us. Rayshard Brooks was trying to get away. Even if I shoot a taser at you, I'm running away from you. There's no way. And how you turn it around, you can barely shoot it. He's trying to run. They shoot him in the back. And essentially, he's a fleeing suspect. A taser is not a deadly weapon. You're not going to get hit with that. They could have hit him with a taser. So, man, it's just it's so much going on. And like I said, now they got this woman up there defending her actions as far as with this Trump case. Why should she have to defend her actions? If you're doing the right thing and y'all trying to knock him off of the thing, y'all 
be my guest. I'm not a Trump fan, but I'll tell you one thing. All these people, what they're doing is making this guy more and more famous. They're making him bigger than what he was. Pause. So the brother, the mayor in Chicago, um, Brandon Johnson, they're breaking his behind down. They got they 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 gonna break his ass down too. He's getting broken down because of the stuff that's going on in Chicago with these illegal immigrants. Eric Adams, he's only serving one term. The other mayor in Illinois was using money for for her security detail. They, she was using taxpayers' money for that, and I'm like. Why are y'all doing all this stuff out in the open? Why are y'all doing all this stuff out in the open? Why is it a thing with us where we got to be dirty in the open? I'm not saying be dirty, but I'm just saying in the open, y'all being dirty out there. Corey Bush, she's getting in trouble for using... They saying misappropriating funds. They coming at her on some on some type time where they saying that she used money for personal security. She ain't supposed to because they provide security. So my whole thing is. What are like, who are these people we're supposed to believe? So who are we supposed to believe? Are we supposed to believe these Democrats, these black Democrats that they always say, oh, we putting these people in front of you. And then illegal immigration, this illegal immigration, that, and, you know, they're like, people are actually trying to tell us, oh no, it's good. It's making the country move. No, it's not. You can't convince me that illegal immigrants coming to this country and getting things that black people are not getting. You can't convince me that that's a better alternative instead of sending these people back to where they came from and allowing them to do things the right way. So, New York, Eric Adams, they breaking his behind down too. Tapping his cell phone. They, um, they tapping his cell phone. They putting him in a, a, a compromiser position. He just signed a bill for $53 million where he's giving food to these illegal immigrants. And then y'all don't even allow people that actually need to get on food stamps, get them food stamps. Y'all giving them $1,000 a month for food and, and baby supplies. But you can't do nothing for black Americans that's here, the people that's already here. But y'all can give illegal immigrants all of these housing them, shelter Y'all don't even help the homeless people out. Y'all not even helping the homeless people out. Y'all are not helping the homeless people out, but y'all find money to give to Ukraine 
Y'all found $53 million to give to illegal, illegal immigrants. But when we talk about reparations, oh, it's complicated. How is it not complicated? But it's complicated for us, but it's not complicated for Ukraine. It's not complicated to illegal immigrants that don't deserve this. They don't deserve none of these anonymities. They don't deserve none of this stuff. All these anonymities that y'all anonymity anonymities that you're giving them, they don't deserve. So we sitting up here and we 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 fussing, we fighting every day. We trying to fuss, we trying to fuss, and we trying to fight, trying to you know make sure that we're securing our future for our children and our, and our children's children and our children's children's children. Generational wealth is what we're trying to build for everybody, but we cannot participate in generational wealth. But y'all giving these these dreamers, they talking about them. I don't care. I don't give a damn about them children. I don't give a damn about them kids. And now here's what I'm going to tell you why. Because they are not citizens. Y'all making them citizens because their parents, because they were born here. And that's what their parents plan to do is the ticket for them to stay. So Obama set the whole dreamers thing up for them. But did nothing for black folks. They want to talk about stuff. No, we did this. No, that stuff says minority. It doesn't say specifically black folks that dreamers... Sorry, folks, I got cut off the other day. Um, so now I actually have a chance to uh, um, get back to what I was talking about. I was talking about Fannie Willis and, you know, what was going on with them, you know. Uh, and I was telling people about the, the what people had foreseen, all this stuff that's going down with her paying her side people. But it's a lot going on, man. And like I said, all the bootlicks are getting their days in court. And I was reading something, you know, about Chicago and, and the Chicagoans. They they think they're being replaced. So to me, what we need to do as a people. Um, and, I, and I have to address somebody real quick. Uh, this guy... These little weirdo looking niggas get online and they start speaking against reparations. Oh, the freedom is this. Uh, you can't fight. You you have to get the reparations in blood. Y'all have to go and fight for it. Where are we stealing this money from, brother? What are you talking about? Politically, we have all the advantages in our hands. Because the last four years have been an F up for Joe Biden. So the last four years, he's been fucking up. Well, three three years. The last three years, he's been messing up. 
So this is an election year. All this stuff is going down. The, the cell phones is going down. All this stuff is going on. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you all like this. When these Pan-African weirdos get online and they start talking about, oh, y'all have to go over there globally. And, and fight with them and we can push them colonizers out. Do y'all understand that if we go over there and just say we was going to fight for them, do you know what they'll do to our people over here? state of war here so how can we go over Africa and fight a war over in Africa when the Asians the white folks they're all over there because the black leadership over there they took the black leadership out they put the people in place that they wanted to be in place and they let those people come in So the guy said we need to make an African dollar that's worth more than everything because Africa is the, the richest place on earth. Which it is. Resource wise, it is. So if it is, why are the Africans over there not capitalizing off of their resources? Why the Africans over there have a lot of billionaires over there that that is not doing the same thing that you're telling us to do. So, when you tell black Americans to do something in a country we have no ties to, we have no connections to. But you telling us reparations are bad. And I want to know why are reparations bad? But they can't explain it. They just want to get online. They love to speak against reparations. They like to speak against it because it's the hot topic. Oh, I'm going to speak against reparations. The reason I'm going to speak against reparations is because blah, blah, blah. It pays to speak against reparations when these little weirdos and these little weirdos, they come over and and he's, he's from here, but he looked like one of them weirdo niggas. Them weirdo niggas that be dressed up in all that African garb with them, with them nut ass beads all over them. And I'm not down in a brother, but these dudes don't know nothing about reparations. They don't know anything about what's old to us. Oh, I'm not saying it. Yeah, what us? What you mean us, nigga? You you pan African? They don't owe you a damn thing if you claiming to be African. You know, so get out of here with that, man. 
It's always these weirdo looking dudes that always got the most to say. Pan-Africanism this and Pan-Africanism that. But when has Pan-Africanism put us in a position to win? When and where? Because we're in the same state we've been in for the last 400 years. People say, oh, no, you know, slavery is over. Yes, it is over. But systematic racism is still there. Systematic white supremacy is still there. White supremacy is global. Well, we need to go over here with our cousins and we need to fight that. How are we going to unite with them over there and forget about here where people actually live? Because they're not offering dual citizenship over there. People have been trying to go over the overseas for years and get dual citizenship. It's a bunch of red tape. It's a bunch of bullshit trying to get dual citizenship over there. So you know what people do? They realize, okay, we got to fight for our stuff here. Your problem with Africa is Ethiopia, Ethiopia and Somalia are fighting. Ethiopia is fighting Somali. They in the war. So some Somalian dude some Somalian dude comes out and start disparaging black folks. He comes out and start disparaging <laughs> disparaging black Americans. For what reason? Sounding like a white supremacist. Y'all this, y'all that. Y'all don't have no culture. Y'all this and y'all baby mamas and, and this, that, and the third and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just looking like, yo, man. So, when you're dealing with with people like this that don't understand how politics work, we can't go over there and start trying to move and start shaking shit. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to assassinate everybody. That's what they did. All the shakers and movers over in in Zimbabwe and Nigeria, uh, Kenya, they assassinated a lot of those people. People get mad, oh y'all, y'all part of a cult and all this other stuff. And I and I asked, I said, what are y'all doing? And I ain't talking about no I'm talking about what are y'all doing to help the people over here before we start looking over there? Well, African Africans gotta unite. We're not Africans, brothers. We're black Americans. We're not Africans. I keep pushing this and pushing this, but everybody wanna use the term African American. No, I'm black American. Same thing Umar did. People been donating to Umar for the last 10 years, and Umar hasn't done anything, hasn't produced a school. All he got is a yellow building. 
Niggas was like, yeah, the school gonna be open in August 2023. August 2023, that school still ain't open. And I tried to tell people, I kept telling people, people don't understand how hard it is. Regardless if you're a private school, the state still has to approve the core curriculum that you're teaching to these kids. Instead of him trying to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to start off small. I'll start off with fix, uh, you know, sixth and fifth graders, whatever the case may be. Start off small, then you start building your way once you get get yourself in order. You can actually teach out of your house if you get it zoned and you tell everybody, all right, you start off small, you start to build because money is going to start rolling in. That's when you start to expand your operation. But this dude tried to go big for no reason. Pause. He tried to go huge for no reason, and he put himself in a bad position. So now you're in a compromising position, my brother, because now you don't have state funding. Because everybody thought the private schools, they get this, they get that. No, the private, the private schools get something from the state. They have a core curriculum that they have to follow. It's so much stuff. It's so much stuff. That is going on. You know, it's so much stuff that's going on. And I said, you got to start off small. The brother. Oh, what's the brother name? Oh, man. The brother tried to help him out. And told him, I can hook you up and I can tell you and, and plug you in with this dude. That started off in a trailer. He was teaching kids in the trailer. And he eventually got two trailers. Then he eventually got a building. But that stuff takes time. It takes time to do. This is not something that you just wake up and say, oh, listen, I'm going to go start a school. You got to have a plan. You got to have a curriculum in place. There's a lot of stuff that you have to do. It's a lot of things that have to go right for you in order for you to put things in order. But these dudes, they don't want to listen. Everybody trying to be superhero. Everybody want to be a hero. Everybody want to play Superman. You need help, bruh. But you trying to do everything independently. You walking around. You're still doing lectures. Why are you not getting this school in order, brother? That's what I said. It 
takes a lot to get a school in order. The brother's still trying to fight for a school. So I, I kind of went off on a tangent, but I just wanted to let people know, man. This other guy, King Randall, he's one of these dudes that loves white validation. He's teaching kids, oh, you know, how to how to act with cops when you get pulled over for a routine traffic stop. And then lawyers will tell you, all you have to do is tell them, am I being detained or not? I don't have to tell you my name. I don't have to tell you anything. I would like to speak to your supervisor. That's all you got to do. He's telling them, oh, man, you got to put your hands out like this. Why are we the only ones that have to teach our kids this? Nobody else teaches their kids this, but it's us that's teaching our kids this. He's brainwashing kids. He got a white woman teaching kids, oh, well, you don't take too many bites of the fork, you know? If you don't get the frick out of here, man, stop that nonsense and try to brainwash our children and make them seem like they we have to we have to uh, essentially humanize kids that are already human. But we got this weirdo doing it. I I I don't like the optics of it. But you know, I went off on a tangent, man. Um, I wanted to talk about them, but the thing got cut off. So, um, yeah, I, I just want my people out there, man. Be safe. Be diligent. Be smart. Um, always look around for you. Always watch out for your surroundings. It's been a lot of things that have been happening. A lady came on one of the Twitter spaces, and she was saying how a white guy kept walking up and down the street, scoping the place out. so much stuff man so you know I'm gonna come back I'm gonna hit y'all with more content on Sunday Um, I'll be more structured but this was like a little tangent thing I just want to add to what I was talking about the other day but Again, with Fannie Willis, Brandon uh, Jackson, and whatever his damn name is, Eric Adams. All these so-called black faces in high places. stuff going on, man. 
there's so much stuff going on, man. And the, the mayor that's up in Illinois, she running around the hip hop thing. They got a hip hop task force. I'm like, yo, come on, man. The most unserious black people in America are these freaking politicians, Jamal Bowman. Like, come on, man. We ain't talking, we ain't fighting for reparations. We fighting for equality in hip hop. fighting for quality, equality and hip hop. Not fighting for reparations. Something that can actually put black people in a position to win. So, I don't know, man. But listen, I'm out of here. Peace, blessings, prosperity. I love y'all. Peace.